Hallelujah. We we could start we right there. We could stay right there. Grateful, 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 gratefulness from our hearts. Amen. Grateful. How many of you are grateful to be here the first day of the last month of this year? Father, we are grateful and we say good morning, Father. Good morning, Jesus. Good morning, Holy Spirit. Hallelujah. Good morning. We are grateful, Father. We are grateful to you, Father. Because of who you are, we give you glory. Because of who you are, we give you praise. Because of who you are, Elohim, we are grateful. We're grateful to you, God. There is none like you. There is none like you, Father. And we thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Be thou glorified. Amen. We welcome you, each one of you, to the prayer call this morning. Again, this first day of the last month of the year, we've come together commanding our day, commanding our morning, making sure that we are aligned with the kingdom of heaven, with Father God. Amen. We thank God today. We have a wonderful team lined up for you. Let me introduce you to each one. My name is Sister Charlene Tuckerson. I'm your facilitator this morning. The leaders of our house at New Destiny Church are Bishop C. Carl Smith and Pastor Adrian Smith. We say good morning to you. We also say good morning to our prayer call controller, Sister Kemma Joseph. We bless you, sis, in the name of the Lord. Sister Kemma has woken up way before we even got on the call this morning to ensure that everything works properly. And we want to say thank God for Sister Kemma and that team. Amen. We also have Team Smalls leading us together, leading with us together this morning. Our devotion will be brought by Minister John Smalls. How are you doing today, Minister John? Good morning. I'm so well. And you? Amen. Thank you. I like that. I am well, too. Thank you, sir. And our prayer requests and praise reports will be offered up by Sister Sharon Smalls. Good morning, Sister Sharon. How are you doing today? Good morning, and I'm doing great. Be blessed. Awesome. Awesome. Yes, yes. Well, without further ado, I'm going to turn this over to Minister John. Minister John, we're ready for you. Good morning, everyone. Good morning, everyone. Good morning, everyone. It's an honor and a privilege to be here this morning. The, the, the subject that I'm going to be speaking about today is about a godly woman, a godly woman. The title for this is so appropriately named, God's Woman Brings Structure and Support to God's 
man. God's woman brings structure and support to God's man. Now, for the time that I have to share with you, to talk, it's not adequate to talk about a godly woman. We can sit on this for days, and I know Bishop right now, he's in his series in regards to a family. Um, even he can talk about this for days on in a godly woman. But for the time that I have, let's just talk about one thing, one little thing uh, in regards to a godly woman. And I take that back. I was incorrect when I said one little thing. It is not little. It's a big thing. It's a big thing. So where do we start? We start in the beginning. We start in the beginning. From the very first day, from the very first day to the sixth day, when God had created everything, everything, he said it was good. All that he had done, he said it was good. A matter of fact, on that sixth day when he created his masterpiece in his own image and likeness, mankind, starting off with the man, and ending, listen to this, and ending with the woman. After that, what did he say? He said it was very good. After making, creating the woman, he said it was very good. So woman, when you are introduced, when you see yourself in the mirror, when you are adorning yourself with fine clothes and fixing your hair and your makeup, realize you are very good. Even if somebody doesn't tell you, you are very good. After God said that everything was very good, it came a point in time when God gave Adam an assignment. And his assignment, one of it was, to name all the animals, all the animals that God had created. And I can only imagine that that took time to name all the animals, the horses, the cats, the birds, and the, the elephants, and so on and so on. And with my imagination, I can only imagine no telling how long Adam was in the garden with God and naming all the animals. It came a time and point, this is my understanding, this is my interpretation, that when he got to the dog, he saw it, he named it, and he probably thought, hmm, this is going to be man's best friend. But little did he know, before Adam was given the assignment of naming all the animals, God had already decided on Adam's destiny in regards to a relationship. 
He had already planned in regards to Adam's destiny, in regards to his lifelong partner. God had already planned. In Genesis 2.18, in the King James Version, it says this, And the Lord God said, It is not good that the man should, what? Should be alone. So I'm going to pause right here and I'm going to talk to the men who are on the line. Listen to this. It was God's idea. It was God's wanting in regards to you for us not to be alone. So don't you point at your wife again and ever say anything bad about her because God has connected you to her. He said, I don't want you, us, to be alone. And what did he say? I will make each one of you men, I'm going to make you a helpmeet just for you. Just for you. And the expanded version of Genesis 2.18, I like the way it says, then the Lord God said, he continues to speak, he continues to create. When he opens his mouth, he, he creates things, he forms things, and he opens his mouth, and here's what he said. It is not good for the man to be what? Alone. I will make a helper, a helper, in the sense of a partner or ally. The word does not imply subordinate. He said, I'm going to make someone who's right, which is suitable, and corresponds with the man. He said, I'm going to make you a partner. And a partner is not a 40, 60. It's not a 70, 30. No. It is an equal partnership in this relationship. It's an ally. It's somebody that you can count on. And that person is not a subordinate. That means that person is not under you. They are right beside you to help you. And I like what it says in the expanded. It is she's going to be suitable, suitable for you. And what does that mean, suitable? That means that it will be the right fit, the right kind. And even though at times it may seem like that one that God has given you is rubbing you men the wrong way, that it doesn't feel good, but it's good for you. It is no different than the medicine that my mom used to give us when I was a little boy called aloe. It was a liquid form. And that thing was so nasty. It was in a mason Dixon jar in the bottom of the refrigerator. And we knew on the weekends when she would pull that jar out early in the morning, line us up early in the morning, and that jar, top metal, tin on, on glass starts to open. And she didn't get the regular spoon. 
the dinner spoon. She got the big old spoon to dig down into that aloe to give each one of us. It was awful. It was nasty. It made us gag. But in the end, none of us went to the hospital. None of us went to the doctors. It was medicine that was good, didn't necessarily taste good, but it was good for us. And in some cases, that woman that you have accepted, men, God has given you so you won't be alone, sometimes she is like sandpaper on a rock, smoothing out our rough edges. And sometimes it doesn't feel, feel good. Sometimes we are not happy. But who says we're supposed to be happy all the time? It is not happiness that we're looking for every second of the day. It is commitment. It is an ally. It is a partner. It is someone who is suitable. And lastly, someone who corresponds with us. That means she is going to communicate, communicate, communicate. So we better get used to it because she's going to let us know whatever we want to know and sometimes things that we don't want to know, a part of her nature to correspond. So how does the world see and define a helper? How does they see that? So in the Webster Dictionary, it says that a helper, as defined by the Webster Dictionary, is a relatively, listen to this, unskilled worker who assists a skilled worker, usually by manual labor. Let me say that once again. It's an unskilled labor, an unskilled worker who assists an unskilled who assist a skilled worker, usually by manual labor. The, the, the world is saying that, and defines the, the word that God has used as a helper, as someone who's unskilled, someone who just assists someone who's a professional. It's like a plumber. You know, you have the plumber and you have the plumber's assistant. And what does the plumber assistant do? Give me the tools. You stand there, I don't need your input, I don't need your reasoning, I don't need you to speak. When I ask for a wrench, you give me a wrench. When I ask for applies, you give me applies. You are a runner. You are a grunt. You are a gopher. That's how the world defines a helper. That word that God has so prizely used they call it, the world does, an unskilled worker. This is how the world see a godly woman, an unskilled worker. But when God created the woman, he created her in what? In his own image and likeness. So here is what the Hebrew meaning of helper is. It is defined as a ally, 
or a rescuer. Someone who comes running, I like this part, someone who comes running when the person or people cry out for help. A godly helper is that one person, that person, that someone, that woman who will be with you through. Listen to this, because you've all heard it. That godly woman, that godly wife, is that one who will be with you through what? Thick and thin. It is that godly woman who will be with you through sickness and in health. That godly woman who will be with you through rich or poor. That godly woman who will be with you till death do your part. Now, how do you want to be defined? Do you want to be defined how the world sees you? Or do you want to be defined and walk in the authority that was already given to you from the very beginning? God has created woman in his own image. And and not only that, God has also taken that word helper and placed it on himself. So you are sharing the title, the description that God's wear. You are sharing the crown that he has worn. You are sharing that same thing that he calls himself. Listen to this in Psalms 118.7. It says this, the Lord is with me. He is my helper. I look in triumph over my enemy. The Lord is my helper. In Hebrews 13, 6, it says this. So, so we say with confidence, we say with confidence, the Lord is my helper. I will not be afraid. What? What? Can mere mortals, mere men, the world do to me? You share the same title, the same crown that our Heavenly Father wears. Women, please be ever so careful who you are listening to. God created each one of you in his likeness, in his image. Don't let the world convince you otherwise. Don't let the world convince you otherwise. Because you're wearing his crown, his image. And when he created you, he said, it is very, very Good. Amen. 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 Wow, that was a an awesome word. Remember that. We are very, very good. There was so much in that and I, I pray and I hope that you go back and listen to the replay of that. Let that resonate. 
that message resonate in your spirit. Amen. Thank you, Minister John. Thank you for your obedience to Father God with that word. Sister Sharon, we're ready for you. Saints, let's stand together in agreement and believe together as she prays. Amen. Mr. Sharon, your phone, I think, may be on mute. Okay. Sorry about that. Okay. Thank you for letting me know. We received a prayer request from Joe regarding his wife, Aviante Beasley Manukin, which states Aviante had another procedure called worship, where they clean up her organs from all the toxins as a result of the kidney not functioning. She's temporarily on dialysis until her kidneys start functioning again. The doctors want to see more healing in the overall organs so they can finally close her up. In summary, Avante Beasley, Manukin's husband, is requesting healing for kidney functions and overall organs. We enter your gates with thanksgiving and courtyard with praise, for you are Jehovah Rapha, the God who heals. Hallelujah is the highest praise. We praise your holy name and thank you for our healing request is answered. We thank you for the power of agreement, the strong power of agreement. In Matthew eighteen 19, we're taught about the tremendous power that exists when believers get into agreement with each other. According to your word, if the two of you shall agree on earth as touching anything that they shall ask, it shall be, it shall be done for them by my Father, which is in heaven. We do not just agree in word, but we agree in faith. We agree in faith for this prayer request that we may please you, for without faith it's impossible to please you. Therefore, we come to you jointly and in agreement for healing for Avante Beasley Manukin that the worship kidney procedure is successful. We speak death to the root of the kidney issues. We claim she is healed from the top of her head to the soles of her feet. Every organ in her body functions divinely in harmony as you created them to function. No weapon formed against her shall prosper. Victory is hers in Jesus' mighty name. And we say amen. 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 And according to your word, Father, in Matthew 18 and 19, if two of us agree here on earth as touching anything that we ask, it shall be done of you. So we know that you've heard us and our petitions have been granted. Thank you, Sister Sharon. Now we want to swing back to Minister John. Minister John, do you have anything else that you'd like to share with us this morning? Good morning. Once again, thank you so much. Thank you so much. Let's, let's conclude this. Let's conclude this. If you have your Bibles, I'm sure you do. I'm sure you do. Let's look at Psalms 46.1, 46.1, and I'm going to be coming from the message translation. That's Psalms 46.1. And here's how it's read. God is a safe place to hide. 
ready to help when we need him. We stand fearless, fearless at the cliff edge of doom, courageous in a sea storm and earthquake. Before the rush and roar of oceans, the tremors that shift mountains, Jacob, wrestling God, fights for us. God of angel armies protects us. So now, let each one of you beautiful, wonderful, created women hear this because you are made in the image of God. So my question is this. Are you a safe place to hide? Are you a safe place to hide? A safe place for your husband to come home to find rest, comfort, an umbrella in the storm. Are you ready to help? Are you ready to be there with your arms opened wide to say, I'm here to help you? Are you available and ready to help when that man comes home and he needs you? Are you fearless at the cliff edge of doom, courageous in the sea storm and earthquake, before the rush of the roars of the oceans, or even the tremor of the shifting of the mountains? Are you there to stand tall next to your man, not behind him, not under him, not over him, and not in front of him, but to stand with him in times of trouble? I'm going to answer those questions for you. You are. Because you were made in the image of Almighty God. And whatever comes, what may, in your relationship, you are built for this. You are built for this. And no weapon, be it outside or inside, is going to prosper. I thank you. Have a great morning. Amen. 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 And amen. Thank you, Father. And thank you, Minister John. We have a couple of announcements before we conclude our call today. Please remember to send in your prayer requests. Send them in to www.newdestiny.online. On the home page, click Connect. Scroll down to Prayer Requests and enter your request. We love to pray, and we pray without ceasing. Amen. Corporate prayer will be held this Saturday, 7 a.m. at the Pittsburgh campus. You don't want to miss out. This is the first Saturday of the last 
month of the year. We want to end this year strong together. Can we commit to coming out to the campus in Pittsburgh in unity together where God commands the blessing? Amen? On behalf of Bishop Smith, Pastor Adrian, Minister John, Sister Sharon, Sister Kemma, and our entire New Destiny family, we say thank you. And we invite you to invite others to join together on the prayer call Wednesday and Thursday morning at 5 a.m. Let's go before Father God again together before we leave the call. Father, we thank you. Thank you for your word today concerning women. Father, I ask that you bless your intercessors this morning. Bless your watchmen on the wall, Father. As we've entered this last month of the year, may this last month, Father, be far better with blessing in the spirit and in the natural than the past 11 months. I declare that each one remembers the word that you've given through the mouth of Minister John this morning, that everything, Father, that you've created is very good. Hallelujah. Thank you, Father. We are fearfully and wonderfully made. Father, I pray that this day, dear God, that you bless your people Thank you, Father. Bless the good thing that you've created, Father. Bless their going out and coming in. May your grace and peace be multiplied unto them. I pray that you, Jehovah Shalom, our God of peace, that you sanctify them completely. May their whole spirit soul and body be kept blameless at the coming of our Lord Jesus. Father, by the power of your Holy Spirit, in the mighty name of Jesus, I boldly declare number six over them. El Shaddai, our Lord, I pray that you bless them. Keep them, Father. Cause your face to shine upon them. Be gracious to them. Lift up your countenance upon them, Father, and grant them peace. Not only this day, Father, but forevermore. Now unto you, you, Father, you, Abba, who is able to do far more abundantly than we could ask or think, according to the power at work within us, to you be glory in the church and in Christ Jesus throughout all generations, forever and ever. This we ask in Jesus' name. Amen. Sister Kemma, please open the line. 